Hello, welcome to the Brown Spade Show. I'm your host, Daniel Hardy, a.k.a. The Brown Spade. Unless you've been hiding up on a rock or something like that, it's been a lot of chaotic things going on in our society today. And today I just want to have a moment of silence for all the people that lost their lives on both sides. Okay, let's get this show going. It is very obvious that the system needs to be repaired. Police brutality really exists. Racism is still here. Do you hear us now? Do you see us now? Will you listen now? At the end of the day, we've been screaming this for a long time. First of all, it saddens me to talk about this subject because as a nation, you would think that we've already got past some of the issues 50 years ago. But that's not the case. We're still talking about the disenfranchised. We're still talking about racism. We're still talking about police brutality. I mean, it's almost like we're reliving the, the early 60s. I mean, what in the hell is really going on? And as you can see, it's, it's, it's plain and simple. These issues never left. They get swept up under the rug. People voice their, their, their opinions and how they feel about the injustice. They're not being heard. Laws are not being changed. And it's still the same old thing. And it's time that we change. The time is now. So how did we get here? How did we get to this point? It's real simple. You have to listen. You have to change. Those times has those times are over and it's time for equality for everybody. So here we go family. Here's how we got here in 2020. February 23rd, 2020. In Brunswick, Georgia, a guy by the name of Ahmad Aubrey was jogging. He did stop by a property, and according to the owner, he didn't steal anything. But people decided to take the laws in their own hand. They began to chase this young man in the streets as he continued to try to jog around the vehicles. They cornered him in, and before you know it, his life was lost from two shotgun blasts. And that case was damn near swept up under the rug. I mean, they took one side of the story. Nobody wanted to do any prosecution, no type of investigation. And they did sweep it up on the rug until the video surfaced from the third guy who actually videoed the event that took place. After seeing that video, I must admit I was, I was very disturbed. 
I was very disturbed. March 13, 2020, a young lady by the name of Brianna Taylor, she was in her bed, and next thing you know, police are knocking at the door, gunfire blast. This young lady was killed in her sleep, shot eight times. I couldn't believe it. And they say she was an essential worker. She was an EMT. I mean, just like that, her life is gone. And then another incident occurred. And this one that really stirred up the pot. People were already frustrated from the pandemic, being stuck in the home. Mr. George Floyd. May 25th, 2020, the world saw Mr. George screaming for his mother, telling the cop, I cannot breathe, with the cop kneeling, with the knee in his neck, For eight plus minutes. As he. Took the life. Away from a black man. Who. Was already. Apprehended. Handcuffs behind his back. From what I saw on the camera. He was cooperating from the time. I mean, it really didn't matter. At the end of the day, a person lost their life for nothing. For nothing. And the world was watching. So now, here we are. You have protesters out in the street. Some are peaceful. Uh, Some are opportunists to take advantage and blend in. And then you have a couple of people that I think personally are paid to blend in to give certain groups a bad name. But I digress from that. Some people say, oh, they're just burning the buildings down. Oh, they're burning the buildings down. Why are they tearing up their own neighborhood? News, newsflash, people. They don't own those buildings. And with all this frustration coming from the people, they're pretty much saying enough is a Now, I'm not saying I condone it. But I will say, I truly, truly understand. And you could put me on the record for this right here. So a handful of these people were not a part of the peaceful protest. They out here looting for high-end merchandise, Louis Vuitton and Gucci and things of that nature. No. No. You don't have my support. I support those ones who are out there doing it peacefully and doing it the proper way. There's a way to do everything, people. And I'm going to be honest with you, the the beauty of it all was for the ones that were out there protesting, what I saw and what I really enjoyed the most was I saw a variety of people from different ethnic backgrounds. I saw Asian, I saw Hispanic, I saw black, I saw white, 
and they was all together. And I must say, it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing to see because I think the younger people, I think they get it. I think they get it. And they are, they have became great allies with the, with the youth today. And I thought that was a beautiful thing. But I don't, I don't condone the, the looting going into high-end stores and burning up police cars and stuff like that. No, no. I don't support anything like that. So just think about it. Those were just three of the high-profile cases that are still pending. But there's many more. Trust me. Trust me, America, when I say this. There, there are many more cases this year, this year alone. But they just did not get publicized for whatever reason. And during this time, I, I couldn't help but to think about the uh, football player, Colin Kaepernick. I couldn't help but to think about him because he did it as peaceful as peaceful can be. All he did was take a knee at the, right before the game. And the narrative completely, completely got changed. And he explained to the people, I'm doing this for police brutality. We need to build a better relationship with the policemen in the, in the urban community. This is exactly what he was saying. But some kind of way, the powers that be changed the narrative. Changed the narrative and it went from he's kneeling because he's disrespecting the flag and he's disrespecting the troops and you know, things, all this stuff like that. And it was just, it was just crazy. And then you had these people who don't understand, they're unattached because they don't live around enough black people to understand our fight, to not understand exactly what we go through on a daily basis. You see, ladies and gentlemen, he wasn't taking that knee to disrespect the flag because the national anthem was playing. He took that knee in solidarity so we wouldn't have to lose lives like Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. That was why he was taking the knee, to prevent things like this. Had nothing to do with disrespecting the flag. Nothing to do with disrespecting the soldiers. So I hope now that we all understand. We're in this together. We're going to get through it. And we have to work together. Peace.